0: Welcome to the Draw Shop's Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hello listeners and welcome to Get Genius. We are we are at the beginning of 2017 and a lot of new year's resolutions have been set forth and I'm hearing a big one with a lot of entrepreneurs and even friends about time, getting more time to do the things that they really love, more freedom in their in their life. So today's guest is perfect for that. His name is Ross Johnson and I've been working with Ross for over a year now and he's just like completely shifted so many things in the way I operate on a day-to-day basis and for the draw shop as well. And, and here's why he helps entrepreneurs create more time, income and mobility in their business. and he has really awesome ways of doing that. He's the co-founder of Full-time Freedom which is a consultancy that works with entrepreneurs, mostly online entrepreneurs, to develop these systems so that people can have more time, which actually makes them focus on what they're really good at. And we all know that when you focus on what you're really good at, that's how you create more income. What's cool about Ross is that he He's only 24 years old, and he went from living on the fringe with thousands of dollars in debt to working inside the businesses of some of the most influential entrepreneurs on the planet. And during his time as a productivity consultant, he's he's been able to really meticulously examine the operational workings of many businesses across dozens of industries, which has led him to one conclusion and I love this. He says, all successful entrepreneurs need support systems in place in order to really experience freedom in their businesses. So with that in mind, Ross has made it his mission to help entrepreneurs remove obstacles to build robust systems so that they can enjoy more freedom in all capacities of their life. And we have this really great conversation talking about you know where it is that entrepreneurs are getting stuck in the day to day things and things that they don't even realize they can outsource and some of them will surprise you you know some of them I was like oh wow I should be doing that too and I'm constantly learning more and more ways to to outsource so I really hope you you listen to the full interview it's awesome Ross is incredible hard to believe he's only 24 with all the knowledge that he has and just for your notes, his website is getfulltimefreedom.com. And we'll talk about all the things that he's doing, how he works with his clients, and of course, a free gift for you. So enjoy the interview and Happy New Year. Hey, Ross. How are you?
1: Hey, Summer. I'm doing really good. I got my Bulletproof coffee sitting so here. and I. Uh, I know our listeners can't go.
0: see us, but I've got my... <laughs>
1: Oh wow! Look at that. That's perfect. Yeah.
0: The the Keurig pods. So I'm super stoked about that because we got a Keurig about a year ago, and I'm like, when are they gonna have the bulletproof bulletproof pods? So excited about that.
1: Oh, so you so you got those then?
0: I did. I have have, a little ninja right next to it where I can blend everything up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah. I was just traveling. I had to bring a little, a little neutral bullet around with me because I I can't get away from the coffee. So it's it's my my little addiction. You can feel the difference (laughs) when you don't have it. (laughs) No, absolutely. It's like a huge productivity boost right in the morning.
0: Yep. So, okay. So I want to, I want to dive in here and talk about, first of all, can you tell our listeners how old you are?
1: Sure. Yeah. I'm 24 years old.
0: 24 years old. He's a little young chick, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been working with you now for, I guess, over a year.
1: Over a year now. Yeah.
0: Just totally changed the way I do everything and probably turned me into a productivity junkie because I, there's things I didn't even realize I could simplify in, in my life or automate until I met you, so thank you for that. Sure. But I, I want to know, you know, you're 24 years old. It took me all these years and granted, like, you know, business evolves, life evolves, and we're growing at a rapid pace. But how did you get into what you're doing and, and learn how you could simplify systems?
1: Sure. So, you know, my story is probably not too different than everyone else's story. A little bit of struggle, a little bit of luck. You know, earlier on, I kind of, you know, always wanted to be an entrepreneur, right? Like, that's kind of the goal. And, you know, when you start out and you're younger, you don't, you know, you got to have a job most of the time if you don't have money and things like that. So basically the way it started out was I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I started working on all these little projects, building websites, doing sales funnels, doing internet marketing, building products on things I was interested in and, you know, learning a lot through that process. And it taught me so many skills because, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So I had to kind of bootstrap it and do everything myself. And, you know, now basically what I teach people is, you know, you should always be outsourcing. You should always be developing the skill of building a support system and having others help you. But, you know, when you're just starting out and you don't have any money, it's really hard to do that. Right. So I ended up developing all of these skills. And even though I had all these skills, I was still just like a, a struggling freelancer. Yeah. So uh, I moved into a new town. I went thousands of dollars to debt because you know, some weeks I would have some projects, other weeks I would have no projects, some weeks I'd be getting paid seven hundred dollars a week, other weeks I literally wouldn't I literally wouldn't get paid. Yeah. So on the hunt for jobs and things, I, I came across, you know, working with Ari Mizel, as some of the listeners might know, I know you know, he's yeah. one of the leading productivity experts. And you know, a few years earlier. I had read Ari's book, you know, uh, Less Doing, More Living, and it was kind of turned on to the whole productivity thing way back then, but, you know, he was kind of doing his own thing, and now he had just started this new company, this new uh, virtual assistant company called Leverage Assistance, yeah. and, you know, yeah. my friend kind of sent over an application for me, and, you know, kind of took it from there. I applied. I was one of the earlier employees there, and I ended up, you know more or less getting mentored by Ari in business and productivity and all these things. Got a really cool opportunity to work with some really high-level entrepreneurs that are a lot of the clients that we work with. And just getting the opportunity to kind of work with Ari and, you know, have him for questions, anything that would come up, and being in the team environment, learning from other people, and then also getting the opportunity to work with you know, dozens of different entrepreneurs. Some, some of them who have multi-million dollar businesses, okay. and getting the opportunity to kind of go into their business and help them, you know, optimize their systems, automate things, help them become better at delegating, and just kind of put systems in place for them. You know, just entrepreneurial support systems that save them time right. and help them with their productivity, so that you know, they can either focus on what they're really, really good at you know, their unique ability. So if you're the world's best speaker, you should just be speaking right. and serving the world with your unique ability or, you know, helping them spend more time with their family or, you know, take a vacation or take a break, yeah. you know, that type of thing.
0: Totally. So it's funny because I notice this with other um, entrepreneurs and different networks that I'm involved with. The struggle for them is delegating is like letting go of certain things that they do that they feel like only they can do. Have you experienced that with with people that you've worked with?
1: 100%. Yeah, that is the entrepreneurial dilemma. <laughs> you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs I think some of them, you know, they are rags to riches stories. They have bootstrapped their way to the top. And you know, similar to my story, when I started out, I was bootstrapping. I didn't have any money, so I did everything myself. So I I learned and I created a habit out of depending only on myself. And so once that habit's in place, it's really hard to break because the one thing later on as you develop into an entrepreneur and as you try to scale and grow your business, the one thing that's going to hold you back is yourself Mm -hmm. and your ability to let go of control and your ability to kind of delegate tasks that you don't have to do. They're not your unique ability. You know, because I see it all the time. People will be up at two in the morning designing a logo and they're not a graphic designer. They're, you know, a writer or something. And it's like, well, you shouldn't be doing that. And it's like, well, I just want to come out perfect. And, you know, that's a whole nother thing, too, is the, is the perfectionist mindset. It's got to be perfect. I have to do it. And the truth is, you know, done is always better than perfect. Yeah. And so if you can outsource 80% of it and get 80% there and just kind of polish it off at the end, You're going to get so much more momentum in your business and you're just going to be able to to grow much more effectively.
0: So what's your advice in terms of the mindset of saying, okay, it's okay if I now delegate this responsibility, this daily thing that probably takes, you know, maybe it's a half an hour, maybe it's two hours to somebody else who's
1: fully capable. Cool. Yeah. So my advice for that would be if it's hard for you, I would start small. And I would outsource the things that don't mean as much to you at first and kind of develop a habit because outsourcing should be a habit. You should always be saying like, okay, I'm presented with a task. Like, is this my unique ability? Is this interesting to me? Is this fun for me? If it's no, then you should say, okay, can I outsource this? Right. I think that should be the mindset. That should be the, the habit that you're in. So it is difficult a lot of the times for entrepreneurs who are starting with that and don't have that skill developed, you should always start small with the low risk things. Another thing to really pay attention to when you're delegating things is you want to have processes in place. So a lot of the times entrepreneurs, they have everything in their head. Yeah. I, I know how to do everything, but you know when I'm outsourcing it to someone, how do I effectively tell them what to do so it gets done the right way? And So another good habit to kind of get into is always writing down processes, always simplifying your process into a almost like a step-by-step checklist yes. that you could just hand off to someone and they could say, all right, looks like uh, this is foolproof. I can't screw it up because I just got to go through these steps to get X, Y, and Z result." So that's kind of what you want to do, you know. It's all about – if you're growing a business, it's all about making yourself replaceable. If you're irreplaceable, you're not promotable. So Totally. So I learned
0: from you and and Ari uh, what you were just talking about with the processes and really, you know, going through it and seeing is there any – is there any way that somebody could not understand what to do here? And if there is, then it needs to be simplified. And it should just okay. be like step by step by step, like you said. Okay, click on A, and then you're going to go here, and then you're going to do this. And it's that—that's huge. That was so huge for for me, and in working with you and and the systems that you've put in place for us at the draw shop. And then another thing I was thinking about—I'm not sure if I learned this from. Ari, one of his podcasts, but I found this really valuable. And it was, what did I do today? I think that's what it's called. And it emails you every day to kind of get a list of what did you do today. And if you fill that out, you know, say for a couple of weeks, and then you go and look back, you realize, and you really, you know, write down everything, like answered emails, like dropped off the dry cleaning, like all these different things that you're like, Hmm, what could I have had somebody else do, you know, and it's a great way because I think a lot of people get stuck in thinking, I don't even know what anybody else what I could delegate. Well, if you really like make a list every day of what you're doing, you start to see, Oh, wow, I didn't really need to be doing that myself. I could have had some help with that.
1: Totally. I think that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's the thing. That's the app. Does it bring things back to your attention from later dates, like, randomly?
0: I think it, it will. Yeah, it does. It does do that. Like, check out what you did.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, three months ago today. Yeah, and exactly. you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. Anyway, that is, That it. is a good one, yeah. Something like, I think, just kind of along those same lines, it's really important for people to do, is, you know, obviously, what you're basically saying is, like, people need to kind of track what they're doing. Yeah. And so if you can track it, you can measure it, you can optimize it. And so something I, I kind of learned from like Alex Charfin was one of the questions he asks himself every day is, you know, where was I uncomfortable today? Oh, yeah. And I kind of, I always kind of thought that that was a good one. Cause like, let's say I you always just get sucked into these things. Like when you're an entrepreneur, like you've so many things in your plate and it's very hard to like organize it. And it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you get an email and someone says, Hey, do this. And now you're off on this totally different path and you set out to be in the morning. And, you know, if you look at it at the end of the day and say, like, where was I uncomfortable today? And you realize for two hours you were, you know, writing your newsletter and you're not a writer. Yeah. And it took you two and a half hours to write like three paragraphs. Well, you probably shouldn't have done that. You know, so for me, I'm like, Am I uncomfortable doing this? Because if I'm uncomfortable doing it and it's very, very hard for me to do, it's probably not my unique ability. Yeah. And probably someone else could do it better than me.
0: Yeah. So
1: that means that they should.
0: It's like Eric, (laughs) my co founder, partner, Mm -hmm. he's like, when we talk about when it gets time for like, you know, tax time or whatever it is that's going on with like accounting or things like that, it's like you can see the discomfort. (laughs) He just hates it, so it was like you know, early on, it was just like, all right, this all needs to be delegated. Somebody else needs to take care of it. Like, can't even think about it. It's just like, ugh, you know.
1: <laughs> the totally. Of, That's like, how I'm even setting up right now with the leverage with the leverage assistance myself like, yeah. as a client. I I do not know how to you know figure out the whole tax thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Someone like, else can do it. Those people are their... wizards. It's yeah. Like. <laughs> okay. So what are, what are some of the really simple things that entrepreneurs that you have seen entrepreneurs getting stuck on, on a day-to-day basis, that's really preventing them from doing what they're good at, where they're just like, Whoa, well, the day just flew by and I was supposed to focus on, you know, coaching my client or whatever it is that they're doing, that they're really good at.
1: Context switching.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Is a huge one. Yeah. So, um, You know, one of my coaching clients, something I've been working on with him for a couple of weeks now, it's, he's got so many things going on. He's got a team, he has a family, he has a newborn baby that's like, I don't know, four months old. So he's got uh, his hands full, you know, and he's running a very successful company and he's also got a social life and he has to do the holidays and all these things. And he's like, man, I just don't know, like at the end of the day, just like what you said, I am done with the day and I feel like it was just this whirlwind. that just went by and there's no control over it. And I was asking him, I was like, all right, let's write down every single thing you did today and let's find out like what what's going on. And we found out that like, you know, what he was doing was he was working on uh, like this sales process and then he, he got a phone call and then he was working on a sales process and then he got lunch and then he came back and he's working on the sales process and then he went home and, Helped his baby and then he came back and he kept going like it was no like, all right, for the next 40 minutes, I'm going to work on my sales process and that's it for today. I'm doing something else after that. Yeah. And so a way that people can kind of recuperate from that and kind of be more effective is to use like something like the Pomodoro technique, Okay. which is like, that's I'm going to sit down for 25 minutes, mm-hmm. no interruptions, and I'm going to do work for 25 minutes. And then I'm going to take a five minute break and you just do that. Sequence over and over again, yeah. as many times as you want during a day. And at the end of the day, you can kind of tally up how many Pomodoros did I do, and see, you know, how much, how many blocks of work you got done. Right. And then you can compare it to other days you had. How many blocks of work did I get done? Maybe I got four done today. Maybe I got eight done last week on the same day. And you can kind of say, like, all right, well, well, why was that? Yeah. So that's kind of your brain can only take so much. And I think, uh, <laughs> especially for entrepreneurs. It's, it's very hard to get them to take a break, right? You don't want to go get lunch. You don't want to drive to the store. And you just want to sit down and just do your work and just get it out there, you know? And the, the work never stops. So you got to kind of put a limit on yourself and say, hey, I'm going to do 25 minutes of work right now. Small commitment. And I'm just going to do it, you know?
0: Yep. Not check the phone, not check email. Just focus on that
1: totally that 5 minutes you can do whatever you want
0: yeah it's amazing you know? how much you can get done you can drag something out for hours if you're constantly getting distracted and thinking about all these different things but there's also a freedom in knowing for the next 25 minutes this is the only thing that I'll be doing it kind of like totally. you know okay now I like, I don't have to you know engage in any of that other stuff it's simply this task what are the kinds of things that people Don't realize they need day to day support and like things that could be uh, automated, optimized, outsourced. What what types of things are you kind of feel like you're going? That people are going. Wow, I didn't even realize I could do that.
1: Totally, that's one of the biggest things. You know, uh, me and my me and my girlfriend Rachel, we're the ones who are developing this new company, get full time freedom, and that's one of the biggest things. And you know, when we're talking to clients and we're talking to different people who. We're helping with this stuff is they don't know what they can and can't outsource. Right. So it's a huge thing. You know, one of the things we're going to, we're going to just send out for free to people. It's like, Hey, here's like a hundred things you can outsource yeah. now. It's, it's very basic things. Like people think that they need to hire like the specialist graphic designer or website person or all these different things. And it's the truth is like you can outsource 80% of what you're doing. Right. So I think personally, like the big dominoes for people to outsource are just what do you not want to do? Like, yeah. there are definitely things everyone is like, uh, I don't want to write that email later. Like, I don't want to call the tire shop and get my tire fixed. Like, a cool task I thought one of our uh, clients uploaded a couple weeks ago. He said, call TaskRabbit and have them come and pick up my car and drive it to get an oil change and get the tire fixed, have one of the VAs schedule the appointments for that. And so he's just doing work. Someone pops over at a scheduled time, picks his car up, drives it down the street to the mechanic, sits there and waits for it to all get done. And of course, everything's scheduled. So then they just drive back and it's just done. That I mean, so awesome. nobody nobody wants to take their car to the shop. Like,
0: right. And nobody thinks about those type things. I remember I was um, moving into my new office and I was like, oh, I'm going to need some, I want to get some new furniture this time. So I had some furniture. Some of it needed to be built. But like I first scheduled out like, all right, this day for the first half of the day, I'm going to get it all set up. And then I realized, well, wait a minute, there's TaskRabbit. So let me just search on here and see like who can assemble and build furniture for me. And sure enough, like the very next day, had it scheduled. I was sitting in my office just working and I was just building everything and it was done into <laughs> the day. But it's totally like, liberating. Yeah, it was, to- it was just like, wow. And I still had a full day of work getting everything I needed to get done. It's so true. There's things like that, you know. I mean, there's all kinds of errands. There's all kinds of, of things that you don't realize you're you're running out to do that take up, you know, hours of your day.
1: Yeah, returns. Yeah. Like everyone gets clothes that they don't want. Everyone gets stuff that they don't want. Yeah. Everyone accumulates a ton of stuff in their house, their apartment, or their office. It's like, you know, yep. I don't, I don't know. I mean, something me and my me and my girlfriend are thinking about is like, I don't like doing laundry. Yeah. I don't want to. If I have a big dinner here or something, like I'll just have someone come by and. Do the dishes right. and clean up. That's yeah. something a lot of people outsource. Like people, you know, some people feel like, oh, I don't want to have someone come over and do that. But it's like, you know, it's a good thing. I mean, right. it's really good for you, and it's just a good habit. Once you, like I said earlier, like it is a skill. Yeah. Outsourcing is totally a skill. It's just like playing basketball. Yeah. You know, don't expect to be doing slam dunks right. first day you're outsourcing. But you know, when, once you get in the rhythm of it, you just kind of say, can I outsource this? Like, and if you don't know, like, there's always people to ask. Right. That's another thing. It's like, if you don't know your processes, like you're all in your head, just hire someone to talk it out with you and they'll write everything down. Well, Say, hey, I want to talk about my processes for an hour. Write them down. I think
0: I did that with you. (laughs) And then it was like, after it was done, it's like, wow, that was so simple. Look at all those steps. That's so, you know, but in your mind, it's true. Like just getting, thinking about it, there's so much going on. Well, how are they going to understand how to do this? And how are they going to know how to do that? And it's like, well, if you actually like write it out in simple step by step form, it's it's very doable.
1: Yeah, when you're close to something, when you care about it a lot, it makes. I mean, you get tunnel vision, and it makes it hard to see what else is in the room. Right, you know,
0: right? So you get you gave us one example. Do you have another example of a type of support system that you put into place for an entrepreneur, and and what that resulted in for that person? What kind of freedom it then gave them?
1: Sure. So support systems like what that means to me really is like you know as an entrepreneur like, like I kind of talked about this earlier is just you have to get people like under you you know so that you can focus on what you do best and when you get that team together whether like you know you can kind of like have different freelancers under you that you kind of manage or you can have like leverage assistance you know it's kind of like it's kind of like a dedicated team, but it's also not. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it's kind of like a dedicated VA, but it's also like not. And I love, I love the way that they've set up things. I mean, it's just incredible. But, you know, there are other things like Fiverr and Upwork and right. Elance. And creating that support system, it, it means basically you have people who are there for you, who are ready to take that stuff off your plate, are ready to help you with that stuff when you need it. And it's your job to kind of, it's either your job or you ask someone for help to create it, Right. to create those systems for outsourcing. So we use like Trello. Yes. Now me and you, we obviously, we use Trello, right. which is a great way to manage projects and manage clients and VAs and different things like that. And so having a system like, having a communication system like Slack, mm-hmm. which is just, it's just a way to communicate. It's just a chat thing right. for people who don't know about it. And Trello is just a project management tool. Right. Both of them are free, you know? So if you have a team, that's the best way. Setting it up with these different apps is the best way to kind of manage that. Yeah, I hope I, I, I asked question. <laughs>
0: no, 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 that's great. So I, you know, for, for Eric and I, there's so many things, you know, he'll go on and ask for his things. I'll go on and ask for my things. And there's so many things that have saved us so much time, like, at at our Christmas parties we always invite kids from Shriner's hospital. Oh, that's so nice. um, Yeah. And so what's cool is, you know, we we just had the idea. So the first thing that Eric did, he's like, well I'm gonna put that up on I'm gonna put that up on Trello and, you know, see if if they can find, you know, who those kids are and who would be interested in coming and all that. And the next thing was, you know, we got our kids and we're like, well we want to give them Christmas presents as well when we see them. Can you find out, you know, which each which each uh, present each child will want and it was so cool because it was all set up and done. So my point is that you know sometimes people go, I want to do something really nice. I want to give back and you think you don't have the time. You can even outsource that. You know what I mean? If you have the totally. means to do something and give back, it's like you don't always have to use all of your time. You can still do something really, really cool. By just outsourcing there's been so many things I mean some of the like littlest things like hey we're looking for a certain type of doctor to get his expertise on such and such and Trello comes back with you know the VA comes back with like all this information or we're looking for people in the Oakland area who are experts in blah 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 it's just it's just amazing. And those are the things that, you know, once upon a time, we would spend so much time ourselves Googling and searching and doing all this. And the other thing, too, is that they're so efficient, the VAs, that it's like within that same – sometimes within the, you know, same 20 minutes, you're getting what you need right back. So
1: Totally. And you made a really good point there that I kind of want to bring up for the listeners is yeah. you said like, okay, we just had this idea – you know, about inviting these kids and we didn't really know anything about it, but we just, we know you want to do it. And it's a really good point. And I want to just make sure that the listeners know that you can outsource thinking. Yeah. Like it's not always a task that you need to come up with. So, so many people that I work with, what they basically do all of this work before they outsource it. And they, the way that they delegate it is in such a way where, Like, hey, I've done all this, and the way I want it done is this way, and, you know, and you kind of get it, and you're like, well, okay, like, what is the end result you're looking for? And then they tell you, and you're like, whoa, like, I mean, this doesn't make any sense then. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you just said, like, hey, I want to get a bunch of kids to my house from this hospital because I think it would be a really great thing to do then the VA can go, oh, okay, well, now I know what you want. But if you say, like, hey, I need you to, like, call this hospital and, like, find out how to send invitations for this and this, you don't tell the person what your goal is. Right. Then they might just – they're going to have out of this whole rabbit hole of trying to figure it out. And so it's just all about being, you know, effective at delegating. And one of the ways to do that is just be super clear about what you want. Yeah. There's so much industry jargon that I see people use, and it's – You know, the VA might not know about the real estate market, you know, so using jargon related to that might not be the best way to delegate it. You know, it's almost like when you outsource, you want to talk like a five like you're talking to a five-year-old. Yeah. Hey, I want to invite a bunch of kids to my house from this hospital. I don't know anything about it. I'm kind of outsourcing the thinking here. (laughs) Ha ha. Can you figure this out, please? And they'll say, Oh, okay, great. I totally understand what you want, and I can help get you that result. Because sometimes the way the person who is outsourcing it is explaining it is they want it done a very particular way. But a lot of times there's, you know, a hundred different ways to skin a cat and maybe the VA knows a better way to do it that's more efficient that you don't know about. So it's always good to kind of start with the goal in mind, tell them exactly where you're trying to go.
0: Totally. I mean, you can, you can outsource, like you said, outsource the thinking. When I was trying to figure out, okay, what's, I'm trying to figure out some type of system, some type of process. And I start going, well, I don't even know. You know, I could start thinking this is what needs to be done, but let me just <laughs> let me just ask the VAs, hey, I need to come up with the process and here's what the end result needs to be. It can be as totally. simple as as that. Yeah, no, it's it's all it's it's really it's so important now, especially today. Everything is so fast paced and you're trying to keep up and trying to get so many things done and you really want to excel in what you're good at. So it just it's such a Lifesaver and it does absolutely create freedom speaking of freedom. So your site is getfulltimefreedom.com. Can you yes. tell us a little bit more about specifically how how you're working with your clients?
1: Sure, so really our goal I Think like all right, so entrepreneurs starting out right yeah. they have this dream a lot of times Like I want to be an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur means something to them. Yeah being an entrepreneur means I have freedom to do what I want, when I want. It means I have financial freedom. It means I have mobility in my business. You know, for a lot of people, you know, for some entrepreneurs, they have a brick and mortar business and they're kind of tied to one town. But for a lot of other entrepreneurs, it's very easy for them to travel.
0: Right.
1: And that's part of the lifestyle, you know. Oh, I can kind of get up and go here and that's cool. And I can go visit someone here and, you know, I'm still making money and I have this mobility and this, this freedom, yeah. you know. And you also want to have time. So what we are trying to do is help entrepreneurs create more time, income, and freedom in their business by using support systems that you know 10x their productivity, become more productive. And so these support systems, something we already kind of touched on, is just like you should have a team. I mean, if you're really trying to grow and you're really trying to be an entrepreneur and not be a solopreneur, it's all about having someone there for you. Who can take stuff off your plate on a regular basis that you don't need to be doing or you shouldn't be doing right. because there are so many people who are honestly better than you at doing certain things Yep. and it's just the truth of it, it is. they can do it faster they can do it better like me personally i know you're a copywriter i'm not a copywriter yeah you know i'm not the best writer in the world my girlfriend rachel Amazing writer. Yeah. So I'm not going to be the person writing all the time.
0: Right.
1: You know, if we switch roles and she does what I do and I do what she does, it's just not going to be effective. So it's all about using your time effectively. And for us, that means having a support system. Yeah. So we help people with their with their systems and we help them get into the habit of kind of asking for help, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the number one things entrepreneurs struggle with. They don't want to ask for help. I'm capable, I can do it, I can do everything myself, so true. you know, and that's, like I said earlier, I mean, that's probably what got them where they are in the first place, you know, that's probably the reason why they're successful. Yeah. And it's also the reason why they won't become ultra successful, ultimately. Right. And
0: those that have become ultra successful, you can clearly see that they've hired the people around them to do the things that they're not good at. They've, you know, kind of swallowed that and said, I'm not good at that. But you know what? This person is. And that's really what it's all about. Like you said, creating that team so that you can be you know, super powerful, super effective. Otherwise, you burn yourself out and you're spending all this time trying to get good at something that you really should just get better at what you're already good at.
1: <laughs> totally. I mean, if you try to be good at everything, you'll end up being average at yes, everything. Right. There's a million things you can focus on to get better at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? My so, unique ability is speaking, and I decide I want to go become an amazing basketball player and writer, and <laughs> you know, online marketer. It's just I'm going to be spread too thin. So
0: totally. So you said to me earlier that you have a free gift for our listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for your listeners, if they go to getfulltimefreedom.com dot com slash gift, okay. I have a gift there for them that they can download. It's just a it's a short ebook okay. about the 5 do's and the 5 don'ts of hiring the perfect virtual assistant. Nice. So for for me, getting a virtual assistant is like that's the top. Yeah. You know, that's the best. Freelancers, if that's what you want to do at the time, there's always certain projects you want to hire a specialist for yeah. or a freelancer for and that's great. For me, virtual assistants, they can get at least eighty percent of your projects done. Yeah, you know the people at leverage—they have specialists on on board, and they have the VAs, so they kind of got the best of both worlds there. But um, yeah, so you can go there and download that and kind of get a jump start on how to be an effective delegator, how to explain things clearly, and make sure that you you know avoid all of the common uh, pitfalls with hiring someone for the first time or outsourcing so you can feel more comfortable about it you know like i don't know should i share my login information what if i need to give them a credit card is that safe it's all in there there are systems and things you can do to kind of protect yourself and make sure that your security is uh is kept secret you know that's
0: fantastic because i'm sure those were questions that were that were coming up for the listeners So that's getfulltimefreedom.com slash gift. And we'll have that link in the the show notes, in the blog post. Ross, you're so awesome. I'm so glad we got to talk today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Summer. I I really appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm sure I'll be connecting with you soon to build some type of system for us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no problem, Summer. I'll see you later.
0: Thank you for listening to today's get genius you can learn more about the draw shop at www.thedrawshop.com on facebook linkedin and twitter your home for kick butt custom whiteboard marketing videos your ideas come to life thanks for listening please share comment and make any suggestions for future genius guests